It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. That's for my crazy day. My pack commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. (laughs) Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash getmore. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for tuning in on a Thursday. On today's episode, you're going to hear from CJ Uzama, the Bengals tight end. I also talk with Vinny Ray, the longtime Bengals linebacker. We're on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Recording this from the Bengals media room here at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, it, it's interesting because. So much was made of the Vontez perfect, Giovanni Bernard, in uh, just that whole ordeal the other day. And again, and we mentioned it yesterday on the podcast, the reason it was a big deal wasn't because of the action. It was because who was involved. Gio coming off of a knee injury, first padded practice, and Vontez perfect in his rap sheet. And we covered that yesterday. If you're looking for more of that, you can go back and listen to that on yesterday's podcast. But I will say this, and it's something that I heard when there was a couple scuffles, you heard the crowd behind say, oh, come on, guys, like they were in grade school. Training camp fights are going to happen. It's going to be intense. It's guys fighting for their job. If, if you were in a sales position, and let's say you sell insurance, and there's 10 salesmen and only three get the job, you're going to fight, scratch, claw, do whatever you can for any lead, make as many calls as you can, do whatever you can to get ahead. And it, it, it could get ugly. It could get nasty occasionally. doesn't mean you, you hate the person across from you. And if you're guaranteed to make the team, it doesn't mean that just because, uh, you know, one like Tyler Eifert got into it with Sean Williams at the end of practice. It's not a big deal. That's what happens. We get into it with coworkers all the time. At least I, I do. I, there are times I've gotten into it with a coworker doesn't mean I hate him or her. It's just the tempers flare. It happens. So uh, one thing uh, I I talked about with CJ Uzama was just that, about training camp fights, if they're kind of overblown, because it it happens. So uh, we talked about a ton here, the depth on the offense. It's a really good interview. If you you don't know much about CJ Uzama, he was pretty good last year for the Bengals, also a really good interviewee. So here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals tight end CJ Uzama. What'd you do on the off day? <laughs> <laughs> slept. Um, woke up, slept in. Woke up again, slept in again. Um, went over to get a tight end dinner. Um, kind of just like a nice little small to get together, but I just relaxed, man. I, I came up here a little bit, talked to Darren, special teams coach, for a little. And um, other than that, yeah, I just chilled, relaxed. Who bought at the tight end dinner? 
Oh, Ifen is uh, his cousin actually cooked for us. Cooked oh. steaks. Yeah, so it was nice. It was a nice little, it was a nice little dinner for sure. Can Ifrit cook? His cousin can. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about Ifrit, but his cousin can for sure. Um, as, as far as training camp goes so far, uh, are you fully healthy? Yeah, I am. I am. I feel good. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have a nice little rotation with the tight end. So, um, yeah, I feel good. What have you seen, speaking of, of Ifrit, from him so far? He seems to be making some plays, yeah, even though geez, he's just coming I'm back. So, I'm so happy he's back. Um, I mean, he helps the team so much. He's just a, such a vertical threat, and things he can do um, with his hand down too are just, you know, a lot of people don't see that aspect of it. And uh, he's a complete tight end, and it's fun. It's fun, you know, being able to watch him go out there and compete and, and play. As far as the team goes, it seems like the, the offense has a, a lot more speed, a lot more weapons than it did last year, partially because of health and partially because of the draft. Yeah. It, it, what are your thoughts early on, I know, yeah, no, about uh, this offense? Uh, I mean, it's special, you know. It's um, I'm looking to f- forward to seeing, you know, how, how we continue to grow. Um, we do have a you know a good bit of youth, especially at the receiver position, and um, you know, obviously we have our two vets who are kind of leading the way, and the younger guys are coming along really well and strong. And um, yeah, our offense is going to be explosive, man. I, I love going in and film and um, being able to see the young guys make plays, the older guys, you know, kind of the established guys making plays as is, and um, it's been fun. It's been fun competing with our defense. Um, you know, we get a little, uh, you know, competitive, I guess, at times. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that's a good thing. I think that's a sign of, you know, we're we're not we're not happy with where we were last year. We want to get better, and we're going to better ourselves. And if it gets a little scrappy sometimes, you know, within the confines, it's going to get a little scrappy. And you know, we're going to we're still we come in here, we dab each other up, we're fine. But um, yeah, I, I like the way that we're competing right now. As far as the, the offensive depth, I mean, the tight end room, there's depth there. There's depth at running back and wide receiver. Probably in 15 you had comparable depth, but uh, other than that, here, I think this is the, the first time there's been so much of it, mixture of young and old. Yeah, I mean, there, there is, um, and there's, it's kind of crazy. The depth is there and that we're all healthy, you know, and that's <laughs> yeah. something that you know, we're coming into a camp in um, the last two years at least, you know, we haven't. We've had some people that have been kind of banged up or we've kind of been watch, having a watchful eye on them and like, all right, we'll hold them out and all this stuff. But this year, everyone's healthy um, for the most part, uh, more than the last two years. And um, everyone's out there competing and getting better. And um, <laughs> the depth's crazy. Looking at each position, um, especially Darren has a, has a chart of every person um, on the entire team, just depth-wise. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow. We got a lot of talent. We got a lot of playmakers. We got a lot of big playability, you know, on that board. So um, obviously, that's just X's and O's, and we have to, you know, do what's asked of us on the field. But um, so far, so good, in my opinion. In your career of playing football over your life, when there are little uh, fights or, or, or arguments, you said that that was a good thing. Fans might not necessarily react that way, but why, why? Why do you think it is a good thing? Well, I think it's a good thing because uh, well, it depends. It, it, it's a good thing when you handle it appropriately. So, um, if you if something like that were to go on, we come back in here and people are still jawing at each other. That's I mean that that breaks the team apart. But if something like that happens, we come back in here. Uh, Coach Lewis addresses it and we get over it. And we're like, yeah, you know what? We were just in the heat of the, in the moment. We're um, you know we're just trying to get better we're trying to do what we're supposed to do we're treating our practices like you know a mini game you know that's that's the object if you don't do that then what's the point of going out there and practicing you're you know kind of wasting two hours of of the day so um we see something like that and it betters the team because you're just you know how hard someone's fighting you know how hard someone is trying to get better and better themselves and you know that's going to better the team and um 
you know, when something like that happens, you know, sometimes it is a little like, oh, all right, hold off a little bit. But at the same time, you want to say hold off, then all right, go get them. Like, come on, pick up the intensity. So, um, I mean, I, I like it. I like when that happens. I think it's it's great for the team, especially when you come back in here and everyone's still good and everyone's fine. So um, it, it brings kind of an aggressive edge, I guess, to the team. It sounds like it can bring you closer together. I mean, you guys are coworkers. P- people view it as a, as a team and stuff. We're your coworkers. Sometimes you get into it with a coworker. Doesn't mean you hate the person ten minutes later. Well, yeah, and it's kind of crazy. I, I'm actually in an online class right now, um, and someone. I, it was an NFL post that I had to post about, and there. Long story short, I, I pretty much was saying, yeah. I mean, we don't go like it's it's like we're not football players. Don't go into an accounting firm like you know EY or Deloitte, and we you know, view you guys and you're like, oh wow, they're arguing about crunching numbers. Like, oh man, they must, the company's about to fail. Like we don't do that, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. it's like, if you come out and, and see us and we're jawing back and forth and we're, it's a physical sport, you know, our job is physicality and it requires a lot of physical effort from each of us. And um, so we don't just talk. We sometimes, you know, we get in a little fight and make up and we're fine and we move on. So um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of funny how outside viewers kind of like oh what's going on but it's like oh no it's it's normal it's part of the it's part of the game and part of camp for sure last year the the big rage during camp was pokemon go <laughs> at least for you has there been any games <laughs> that have replaced that or is that just kind of uh, left for dead there yeah no we uh <laughs> me me ryan hewitt and jake coomer we're kind of playing this game called golf clash right now um and it's just a little golf game you play one hole and it just kind of passes by time. Um, you compete against each other? Yeah, we compete against each other. I mean, you play against whoever um, randomly, but uh, Jake, actually, right when we came here, sent me a Snapchat and said, hey, bro, I found the new game for the year. It's called Golf Clash. Download it now. <laughs> Download it. We've been playing ever since. Um, so anytime we have like a break, like right now, we'll, um, I try to take a nap. I can't take a nap. So I'll just go play Golf Clash for a little bit, come back up to the stadium. So um, that's kind of the relaxing game of the year, I think. What's the hardest part, last question, what's the hardest part about training camp? The hardest part is just the time, um, the time that's just been up here. I, I told some of the rookies um, that camp in college is a little different because, you know, you're on school, you, sometimes you're having to focus on academics and then go to football, and, you know, this is football overload, really. It's a sensory overload of, all right, you got to, we're going to go over every special teams, we're going to go over every offensive play, we're going to go every run, pass, adjustment, you know, handle this defense, handle this front, handle all this stuff, and you know it's flying at you 100,000 miles an hour, um, and so that's like that's the hardest thing about it is the time that you put in because the practice really is the easier part in my opinion. Now, I mean, being a third, going into my third year, the, the hardest part is being in meetings and having to make sure that you stay focused because if you miss one thing, you go out there and you're you're gonna run the wrong play, you're gonna make make a wrong step, and you're gonna get yelled at pretty hard. So. Um, it's just the long days, you know, being here from whenever to whenever. It's it, it kind of drains you a little bit, but um, that's what makes it fun, man. This, that's what I got my locker mates here, and we come in and we're like, oh, good to see you, man. Well, let's do it. We're here. Might as well do it. So uh, that's, that's what makes this this kind of funner, I guess. So games, simple games like Pokemon Go and Golf Clash, probably a big deal during training camp, just to oh, take your huge. mind off. Oh, of it's it. huge. It's huge. It's any any small thing that you can get just to, you know. Ease your mind from football. Just get away from football for an hour. And then you're like, all right, well, let me look over the plays again. All right, I'll be good. I'll come back to the stadium, start getting ready, get my pants on, play one <laughs> game of, of golf or Pokemon, whatever, 
I'd be like, all right, man, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Let's, let's go out and, and have a good practice. So, yeah, little things like that, you know, it's they're overlooked, but they help. Awesome. I appreciate the time, CJ. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. That's CJ Uzama, and I think he brought up multiple points. I, it brings you closer together. Here's the thing. If you have a, ever had a girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, you get into a fight. You get back and forth. It happens. I remember being 10 years old at recess and saying the craziest stuff because of a, a two-hand touch flag fo- or a two-hand touch football game. It happens. You're going to get into it. So the fact that there was a scuffle, skirmish, squirm, scrum, whatever you want to call it, at practice, I have no problem with that. Especially, and CJ Uzama brought up this point, the fact that when they got to the locker room, they squashed it. And I think that's the biggest point of all. And I think that's something Bengals fans, especially you guys, the Locked On Bengals listeners, you're clearly into the Bengals, should probably take away from the other day. Uh, this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. And I wanted to tell you about the SeatGeek app because SeatGeek is the easiest way to buy tickets for any event, concerts, NFL games. Preseason starts next week. You need to get some tickets for Paul Brown Stadium. No problem. So to do that, all you got to do, and I have it on my phone, and I've talked about it every time I do this this hit. I've had family use it. I've used the SeatGeek app, and it's worked for baseball games. It's worked for NFL games. Heck, I might use it. I'm going to the Jacksonville Jaguars-Bengals game in November. Probably going to be how I get my tickets. It's not going to be a media credential. It's going to be a ticket, and it's going to be with the SeatGeek app. So what I need you to do now, is download the SeatGeek app, Android, smart, any kind of smartphone. Download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code LONFL. So instead of locked on, LONFL, it's going to get you $20 off your first purchase using the SeatGeek app. Save money, do it easy, and, and get the best value. They have this value meter. It's going to give you the best value for the tickets, the seats you want. So do it now. Go to or download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code Make sure you do this. Use the promo code L-O-N-F-L. And speaking of the NFL, one guy who wasn't drafted in the NFL and has stuck is Vinny Ray. And Vinny Ray is a guy that, that you can't not like it, it, just talking to him. And, and you can tell how much work he puts in and everything he does to, to stay on the top of his game. And he's going to be a big part of this defense. He's the versatile piece. I, I think Kevin Minner, Vontez Perfect, Nick Vigil, that might be the starting three. But Vinny Ray can play all three positions, and he's a guy that's certainly going to be important to this defense this year. And I caught up with Vinny earlier today in the Bengals locker room, and we discussed his offseason. We discussed the, the offense, Giovanni Bernard's recovery, Tyler Eifert's recovery, and so much more. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals linebacker Vinny Ray. Vinny, it's been uh, a little while since we talked. How was your offseason? It was a good offseason, man. You know, just spent with family, just traveling around the country. Uh, vacationing, enjoying our time. What's the coolest place you went to uh, over the offseason? Uh, the coolest place, there really wasn't all that <laughs> like cool in terms of temperature. Arizona okay. went out there, spent some time in Phoenix. I, we I went, went to Phoenix. That's nice. Okay, we, yeah. we were out there like uh, early March, you know, 95. <laughs> just felt good though, you know, that, that weather out there, like it's a good 95, you know, not humid. So, you know, that was the best place we went. Awesome, awesome. Now, as far as this team goes, I keep hearing how fast the defense is. Is that something you've noticed this year to last year? Um, yeah, I, I mean, we got some some younger guys. I, I wouldn't 
say, I guess they're faster, but I mean, I would say more so they're just good football players, man. They get to the ball quickly. Yeah. Um, speaking namely about guys like Carl Lawson, Hardy Nickerson, Jordan Evans, Brandon Bell. All four of those guys in my room. And they're very impressive for rookies, man. And, you know, it looks like they've been here a while already. It seems like that linebacker room with Vontez, he looks like he's in great shape. Yourself, experienced. It seems like it's going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. You know? But um, everybody, you know, all 32 teams think they got solid rooms, <laughs> you know. So we just got to keep on keeping on. and Everybody just got to um, run on their own gas, you know, push your own self. And uh, every, game by game, you know, we fight to win every snap. Since you dropped the slogan, I have to ask, are you, are you a fan of the slogan? I love the slogan. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what my career has been about. I mean, I'm totally a team guy, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to uh, make sure I'm, I'm bringing what I bring to the table every day because if I don't, they're going to replace me. So that's every time I come out, you know, I got my pride on my shoulders. Um, just trying to uh, make, make a name for myself, whether it's a practice or whether it's a fourth quarter game. It's the same to me. What are your early impressions of the, the offense? A lot of people have discussed the offense and how explosive it could be this year. Yeah, the offense looks good. Um, a guy who's made an impression on us, um, uh, Joe Mixon, you know, he's great vision, breakaway speed. He's not a small guy. So that's uh, I love having him over there. Um, I saw another guy, a uh, rookie who's been impressing to me. His, uh, his name's Mason. He's a tight end. Mm-hmm. He always just catching the ball, you know. Always catching the ball. So always coming down with the ball. It's pretty cool. Tyler Eifert and Giovanni Bernard both returning from injury this training camp. Both, at least from my eye, look like they're 100% good to go. Hey, are you surprised that they, they look like they haven't been hurt or they're not even returning from injury? No, nah, that's what we expect out of those guys. You know, they're yeah. big-time playmakers for us. Um, expecting Gio to come back uh, soon and make plays, and he's already he already is. Um, Eifert's making catches all over the field. So it's cool getting a chance to compete against them every day. Um, it makes me better. It makes us better. Yesterday was an off day. Did you do anything fun? Yeah, um, what I do fun? I went to the doctor uh, with my <laughs> wife. You know, she's 12 weeks pregnant, so that that was fun to me. They had a heartbeat of my uh, soon to, you know, next coming child. Uh, and then I just spent the day with my 16-month-old. You know, we went walking for a mile. We uh, spent time. You know, we went to Panera, just hanging out. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a good off day. Love spending with family. Awesome. Vinny, I appreciate the time. No question. Yep. So that's Vinny Ray. And, and the best part of that interview to me was the fact that he dropped a run on your own gas. It's the Bengals training camp slogan. He dropped that mid-interview. He didn't smile. He didn't do it. That's how it, hilarious. He didn't break character at all. <laughs> and uh, and it's because I, I think he was being genuine. It's just I never thought I would be able to hear someone say that and be serious. And he did in a normal sentence. And I didn't think twice about it. So, uh, yeah, Vinny Ray, certainly a guy that's going to be a big part of the Bengals' defense moving forward. As for you, I've gotten multiple questions, and I'm going to do a, a quick a quick fire here of questions. And the first one is Ryan Tannehill. He gets injured today, and I'm getting the A.J. McCarron stuff coming my way on Twitter. Um, I, I will say it'll take a lot to get A.J. McCarron. That, that's it. It's that simple. So, Take that for whatever it is. Uh, And then the other thing I would say, uh, or or that I got asked today, 
was Jeremy Hill in the Bengals' depth at running back. And I think you heard it, C.J. Uzama. It's great to have – think about that. Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard, Joe Mixon. They have three guys that have either started or have starting talent in this this league. It's great to have. Uh, As for us, I will be back tomorrow – uh, or over the weekend. It depends on what happens tomorrow. If, if not much is going on, I might wait and, wait and hold the podcast uh, for over the weekend. So I will see uh, how that works. But as for today, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Subscribe on iTunes, audioboom.com. Also, on the iHeartRadio app now, Locked on Bengals on iHeartRadio. Check it out. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.